Hello, and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got another great episode for you this week, featuring a women's volleyball duo from Juniata College. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and the present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. For this episode, we've got Juniata head women's volleyball coach, Heather Pavlik, and junior Lily Podolin, who talked to us about the best spots near campus to grab a meal, how you can fix your van with a wire hanger, why they chose Division Three, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, I'm Heather Pavlik. Uh, I am currently the women's volleyball coach at Juniata College. I'm entering my 29th year coaching here in many different capacities. I've been an assistant, an associate head coach, and now the head coach. Um, I'm also a former student athlete from Juniata. I played volleyball here um, for four years. I was a setter, so I've had both experiences. Hi, my name is Lily Padolan, and I'm a current volleyball player on the Juniata College team. So we are going to start out this conversation talking about on-campus experiences. So thinking um, maybe where you hang out on campus with your team or with your friends, is there a, a, a spot that you hang out, whether it's like a quad or a, a rec center, things like that? Um, and we'll start with you, Lily. I believe the current spot that we all really like to go to is the quad just because it's like the central point on campus and all the buildings kind of surround it. And it's also home to where like, um, a bunch of activities that the student board puts on when it's like festivals in the spring or the winter, that's where everything is. So we like to go to that. And then when the weather gets warmer, you'll see a bunch of people just sitting out and reading and all the academic buildings around it. So when you're walking to class, when you're walking, you just see so many friendly faces. So if you just go and sit out there, it's a really nice spot to meet a bunch of people. Yeah, it hasn't changed for me. Same. Uh, it's always been the quad. It looks a little different now. We have uh, some different buildings. There's actually an additional building out there. Our science, current science building was not there, but I think everyone's always spent lots of time out there doing the same things Lily mentioned. Uh, you know, the years have gone by, but I think the experiences are very similar still. Um, you know, people spend a lot of time up there, student athletes and non-student athletes, a good gathering place. And we've always held a lot of events out there. So I would agree that for me, it's the same spot. All right. What about some local restaurants? Are there any places that Heather, I'll start with you where maybe around then um that you still go to or your team still goes to uh there's some that are still here uh I think everyone has always gone to original Italian pizza downtown um and I think they still do it's a gathering spot after some of our matches um some of the other places there's a place called boxers that's been there since I was around and it's still really really popular as well uh Kelly's Corner is a place that uh, lots of people still head to after games or uh just students in general will head there at different times um, but we've also added some places or some new places. Um, and there's some places that aren't around. Uh, we used to hang out at Coach's Corner. Uh, it's now called Memories. It's still there, but it's a different name. Uh, so Lily may mention that one at some point, but there's a place called Mighty Run Tavern that we spend a lot of time as well that's newer. I've personally never been to Memories yet, but I believe coming up, I probably will. There's been some popular ones. Like as a team, we've gone to OIP for a couple of times and I'd say also there's a good, really good sandwich place. So whenever my parents come, it's a nice, like quick in between like games, you go get a sub maybe with some of the teammates. It's called Moxmo's and a bunch of us really like to go there. And then Muddy Run is another popular one. And then actually the first place I ever went with my parents when they came was a place called 312. 
and it's a little bit more on the like uh not so fancy but you go there and it's a really nice meal and whenever my parents come it's a really nice place we like to go to and I invite some of my teammates if their parents aren't able to come but that's a really popular one as well sounds like the next time I am visiting Juniata I have a whole list I'll have to pull this podcast back up and figure out where to go um now leaving campus thinking of your traveling how has that travel changed if at all um you guys are Uh, maybe a bit more regional or a bit regional with your conference and things like that. But are you still doing buses? Do you guys get planes sometimes? How many people are in the rooms you're sleeping in? Are you sharing beds? Um, What's your travel experience like from then and now? I I can talk, but why don't we let Lily go ahead and take this first because she can talk about what it's like now. And I have the whole history um, of how that's evolved. So for weekend trips, when the places are a little bit more closer to us, we always take the bus and we travel with around 18 girls. And when we go, there's about three girls to a room and it kind of works with seniority where the oldest person will get their own bed. And if there's two older people of the same grade, it's whoever's tallest. So coming in as like a taller person, it's kind of nice if I get my own bed to stretch out a bit. But when it's a little farther away, such as when we flew to Texas this past year or St. Louis the year before, we do go by plane. And that's, we take about 15 girls, but it's still three people to a room. And it's a really nice experience when we do get to fly, where we take the bus to the airport and everything's organized and works out for us. Yeah, my experience was a bit different. Um, I believe in between my playing career as well as my early coaching career, Um, we had driven to St. Louis in a 15 passenger van, uh, many, many times. I believe I've made that trip myself, uh, probably no less than 10. Um, so we didn't do any planes. We did all 15 passenger vans and we would squish 15 people in there with our bags, um, and go anywhere from six hours to 14 hours the whole way to St. Louis. Um, but to be honest, some of my best memories are in those, uh, because, when you have that many people shoved into that small space, you get some interesting stories and some interesting uh, times at all hours of the night. Um, we always stayed four to a room. We were squished in wherever we could be uh, because we wanted to be able to play a national schedule, uh, but it wasn't easy to do back in that time. You know, uh, finances were certainly much tighter. And uh, so we had to make some different decisions. So it's kind of been fun for me to watch how the program has evolved over time and how many more opportunities uh, they have now. Um, to just do things right and do it the way you want an athlete to be able to do that. Um, sleep well, uh, travel easily, and um, you know, eat really well as, as well. That has changed a lot over the years. So that's kind of been fun to watch. That was actually one, and I'll just target this one to you, Heather. Um, eating, you mentioned that at the very end there. So yeah. I know you obviously probably feed your team incredibly well. They're getting gourmet yeah. meals. But how how was the meals like for you when you were playing? <laughs> it was fast food. Uh, you know, it was fast food. I don't think we had as much information about nutrition, but I also think that, you know, the programs were very young and they didn't necessarily, um, you know, for volleyball, we, I don't think a lot of people had a lot of resources. And so, um, they eat really well now, uh, they eat very healthy and we take really good care of them. And I'm glad we're able to do that. That's one thing that I am so happy has changed. Um, and so much more, information. They're more educated about um, nutrition, as are we as coaches. Awesome. And luckily, if you guys make another trip to the Elite Eight this year, hopefully you'll be on a plane for that one because that will be a long (laughs) trip across the country. 
now let's go into your academics. So I, I guess I, what was your majors for each of you? And then if they were similar or if they overlap at all, are there any professors that maybe are, are around for both of you or any classes you guys both have you've gotten to commiserate or, or talk about? Lily, I'll have you start. Um, my current major is early childhood education with a little second emphasis in special education. And I'm not, Heather's is. Uh, I was a biology major. Um, so I was sciences, chemistry, biology. Um, you know, and most of the professors I had are now retired, but the really neat thing is a lot of them still live in this community. So there's, we have a retirement home that's right up the hill from the school and many of them are right there. So I see them, they come to the gym to walk around, um, at the top of the gym, uh, they exercise in the, in the weight room. So it, it's really neat place in regards to the fact that many people stay. And so I'm still seeing the people who, uh, were my professors and they come to games and it's just, it's a wonderful atmosphere as far as that goes. I did when I was first coming in, I did take a biology class just because I was like trying to keep my options open. And I was like, do I want to go into something more science? Do I want to stick with teaching? So I had Dr. Jill Keeney as one of my professors and I'm sure Heather knows of her as well, but I thought she was fantastic. And even like switching over to the education side of things, like everyone was so helpful. And I now have an advisor, Dr. Peary, who's the best teacher ever. And I've had her for some of my classes and everyone's just so helpful if you're like choosing to switch, choosing to stay, but it's great. Yeah, there's there are some retired professionals in the area here who my son, who is now 21 years old, um, knew really well. And uh, they were family friends, which uh, was pretty neat. Awesome, and Lily, what's your favorite class you're taking or you have taken so far? I've taken a class, um, I took a sign language class actually, because that was something as part of my secondary emphasis in the like disabilities part. It was something that was required to take and I actually really thoroughly enjoyed it because it was giving me another option of like how to communicate with other people. And I was considering, I took it this past spring and I was considering just further like, further taking more of the options we have because I thought it's a really cool way. It's like a little added on to my major, but also sign language is something that not many people like think to have when they're communicating with someone. So I thought it'd really go well with my major and it's just a class that I thoroughly enjoyed with the teacher. That's awesome. And I absolutely agree. A great class to take and a great skill and language to learn. Um, you mentioned a little bit of this about your, your long trip Heather, but do you guys have any funny or crazy but appropriate stories that you can share with us during your time with the team? Oh, there's so many. There's so many. And I think a lot of them did happen um, on some of those long trips in a van. Um, there was one time we were driving back from St. Louis and we used to drive through the night. We had a couple different drivers that would drive through the night. And somewhere around 2 or 3 a.m., um, I, I, I thought I saw sparks behind the van. <laughs> as I'm driving it. Um, and here our tailpipe was falling off. It eventually fell off and we had to stop somewhere, get wire hangers in the middle of the night and, um, you know, kind of fix it up with duct tape and wire hangers. So yeah, I've had lots of interesting, uh, lots of interesting travels and uh, lots of interesting things happen, but that was, that was, that one kind of takes the cake. Mechanic in an emergency. I, yes. I love that. With duct tape, only with duct tape. I'm no good <laughs> with anything besides a wire hanger and duct tape. <laughs> awesome. Lily, what about you? 
Um, kind of relating, there was one time where we all went to the Penn State volleyball game and we crowded in one of those 15 passenger vans also. And I was in Heather's van along with a bunch of my teammates. And one of my teammates, Courtney, took over the aux and was playing music. And just that experience of like, it was so funny to see even like Heather singing along to like some of the songs that we have like nowadays and everyone just having a great time. And Courtney would play sometimes some rap and Heather would be like, that's my jam. And we'd all like really bond over that. I just thought it was so funny to see how like, even though music's changing, like we all had such a great time going somewhere in one of those vans, which is kind of like, we love having the buses, but getting to experience like what Heather had that one time, it was great. That's awesome. Um, next one, and, and hopefully a slight different story for you, but what's your favorite memory? And, and it might be this last year, obviously an incredible national championship, but what was your favorite memory during your time with the program? And I'll go with playing time during the program. So Heather, for you, um, we'll start out. Yeah, um, I think my favorite memory, we actually hosted a final four here at Juniata when I was a junior. And um, I remember all the buildup, you know, it's a small place. So lots of people were um, busy that whole week, doing everything, getting it ready. And, uh, you know, we were going through our normal paces as players and practicing and getting ready. And I don't think I'll ever forget, they line you up to, uh, they line you up to march in, which they still do. Um, they did at that time as well. And I will never, ever forget coming out onto the floor, hitting the floor and seeing the walls of people in our gym. And it was just walls, two walls of people on each side, screaming and yelling. I've never experienced anything like that. I had not as a player and uh, I'll never forget that. That was really special. Lovely for you. I mean, for me, the easiest answer would be as a sophomore winning the national championship. And just since we were so close to Juniata, also walking out, like Heather said, with the lights flashing and the music playing, seeing like a bunch of people I knew from school that I didn't even think would make the three hour drive, but seeing like our pep band and teachers and people from the like former national championship teams, that was incredible. But aside from the national championship, I would probably say it would probably be the very first game of my sophomore season, just because it was coming off of being in the final four for my freshman year and taking what I learned in the off season and like it was a whole new year I didn't know what to expect yet and just that first game of coming back together with my teammates and realizing like how much exactly I learned from the off season and from my freshman year as like just my second year playing collegiate volleyball just realizing like this is going to be a fun ride and at the end it did pay off that kind of came full circle for me too. Uh, after we won in Pittsburgh, because it was in Pennsylvania, a lot of my former teammates were there. So all of a sudden I'm celebrating with my current team and all of a sudden these arms are wrapping around me and I turn around and it's my teammates um, who were all there crying and celebrating too. And uh, it was it was just a really neat full circle kind of thing for me. That's really cool. Yeah, I was there in Pittsburgh with you all sitting at press row so I can attest to how loud it was in that building your fans I, I had I think your men's volleyball team sitting behind me and they were loud too <laughs> so it was a great atmosphere and obviously very exciting for you all being so close to be able to have your team there and your band there which was great last thing here is just maybe zooming out a bit so talking about division three obviously like I've mentioned this podcast is part of our 50th anniversary celebration throughout the year um, so we want to ask you a couple things about your experience with D3 
So first, um, talk about what it means to you to be or to have been a Division Three student athlete um, and what that experience has meant to you. So Lily, I'll, I'll let you start this one. Yeah, of course. Um, this experience has just been like one that I'm so lucky to have been because it really just takes what I was looking for when I was looking into college was a very good volleyball program, but also something that let me focus on my academics. And I look, I took a look at Juniata and Heather and Casey reached out to me. And just the more I read about it, the fact that all my teachers are so understanding if I have to like miss a few games or miss a few classes when we have to go to games, if I miss a Thursday or Friday class, I communicate with that at the beginning and I let them know in the week and they're just so understanding. And then to have that small personal connection with them of seeing them at the national championship too. Like my teachers would come to our games and be there. And just the fact that I get to like focus on my studies and I work really hard in the classroom and it pays off and they're so understanding and they let me play the sport that I love. That has been an opportunity that I'm so thankful for. And just being able to compete at the division three level, I think is something very special because it's still, very much like intense volleyball. We practice every day, we do get our rest days, but we like work hard, we communicate about everything. But just having that like equal balance of getting both things has been so great. I, I would say ditto. Um, that was the same experience I had. The, the balance, I could play high level volleyball that was really competitive at a national level, level, but I could still get a great education and I could study anything I wanted to. Nothing was being dictated to me the availability to do whatever you want um, and be really good at both things uh, and have them work in harmony with one another was huge. And it's one of the reasons I'm still doing this at the place I'm doing it is because I had such a good experience overall that why would I not want to share this with other people? Why would I not want to do this? Um, so I, I think it meant a ton and, and to watch the growth that's happened over the years, um, the amount of teams in the country now uh, in many different sports, but especially volleyball, women's volleyball is amazing to watch the growth and the development. And I think part of that is because there are still young, um, there are so young people out there who are saying, I really want, I want it all. I want the balance. I want to be a great student. I want to be a great player. Um, I want to have a community. I want to have the freedom to study anything I want. Um, I, I think it's huge. And I think it's one of the reasons we see all this growth. Definitely. And, and um, with it being 50 years, we've obviously got a lot more years to come. Talk about what you see for the future of Division Three, or what you hope for the future of Division Three. and Heather, I'll let you continue talking. Yeah, I would hope that we would continue on the path we're on. Um, I think there's some things happening now with a, a little bit of deregulation where we maybe we have a few more opportunities to do a little bit more with some of our athletes. But um, I, I would hope that that balance always remains. Um, so that they can kind of have it all and have a full college experience because there, there is benefit uh, with them being able to do some very normal student kind of things that aren't just academics, uh, that they're, a, they're part of the, the fabric of the community um, and they're involved, uh, I think is really important. And so I, I, again, I would echo, I think that the future is really bright. I think that the balance um, that it provides and the full experience it provides will continue to be extremely attractive um, to high schoolers as they look at, look at their future um, and the opportunity to do, do both things and do them really well, along with having some other fuller experiences. And Lily, for you? 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think seeing Heather's experience and then my own, and then even seeing some girls that I played with in high school who are now either upcoming seniors or graduating, and they're talking to me about what they would like in a college. I think just looking at the D3 level as it grows, it's just something that is so attractive to younger players because they are unsure of what they want in a college sometimes. And this gives them just the best of both worlds with education and playing. And the college really does like help a student just be a student because you're a student before athlete for a student athlete. And like with Juniata, if students want to do other opportunities such as like traveling abroad, but you can't miss a whole semester for like, because you're practicing and you're playing with volleyball, they have so many great opportunities of like taking two weeks out of the summer. And then our strength and conditioning coach works with you with what you can do to work out there too when you're away. And it's just so many great opportunities that I think as more and more people learn about the division three level, they just find so appealing. And it's just the best of both worlds that you get to focus on academics and athletics at the same time. Incredible. This is a great commercial for Division Three. We can clip these out and put them on the TV and hopefully everyone hears them. Um, that was my last question for you all, but thank you again so much for joining us. This is a great chat and, and happy to have you both on here. And I know your season is approaching very quickly um, if, if you guys haven't already gotten back to campus yet. So good luck the rest of the season or for this season and good luck the rest of the year. And I cannot wait to see what you guys do this year. Thank you, Katie, and thank you, Lily, thank for joining. You. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. To everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Small Talk. We will be posting new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII, or visit ncaa.org slash DIII50 for more information about the university. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great day and go Division 3.